All right. We're back with another episode of Swag Tier. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And this is the 30-minute break I'm going to be taking this weekend from playing Overwatch. By the time this episode comes out, the open beta will have ended. But this is an open beta that I've been pretty hyped for. Really? Yeah. There's been a lot of discussion in the circles I'm in about Overwatch. Whether it's coworkers, whether it's news articles that I read on the internet, whether it's people that I speak to at PAX. So for instance, I think it's Saturday at PAX and I'm on like a weird schedule because I I get in at around 11 a.m. Well, finally get in and I'm waiting on panels and in panels through about 3.30 p.m. So I don't really have lunch. I eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I head over to the food trucks at off hours, which also means that there were no lines. And one of the people at the table I was sitting at, I happened to randomly strike up a conversation with. And okay, I shouldn't say randomly because if I'm at PAX, I will basically always strike up a random conversation. (laughs) And we start talking about what we've been doing at the convention, he mentions that he's been playing in the Overwatch tournament and his team is actually going like 5-0. and oh. So oh, he's wow. actually doing really well. <laughs> he and his brother had joined up. Disclaimer, <laughs> they were also Asian. So there might have been some innate gamer aptitude there. And he starts talking to me about how it's really good, how he's liked it more than Team Fortress 2 how all the characters feel distinct, how the ultimates are impactful. And this is all getting me pumped up because I've been seeing Overwatch everywhere at PAX. Whether it's the Overwatch tournament that they have, whether it's a full LAN setup where you can play Overwatch, like only play Overwatch, or the freaking Uber cars that they have driving around repping overwatch that are driven by people who are cosplaying overwatch so i've been inundated with everything and that's gotten to me and i have enjoyed it it's i would say not the the end all game that i was expecting it to be based on what everybody was telling me but i've liked it i think there's a really good mix of characters for all different play styles that's definitely true I mean, I've only played the beta a little bit, and I think I played some mode where it switched you up every, like into a different character every time you died. So mm-hmm. that was good for me to like be forced into playing different people, because I kind of already found two people that I like to play, and I mostly just play them otherwise. So who are the two? I know one we've talked about, Lucio, the Jet Set radio healer. <laughs> the Jet Set, is that really what he's called? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that was a cute little name. <laughs> That basically does describe his kit, right? Yeah, oh, exactly. I mean, that's that's why I was wondering if they really called him that. <laughs> yeah, I like him because I get to just roll my face on the keyboard and do no wrong, as you called it earlier. Right. A lot of his abilities are passive abilities that you you just innately heal people around you or you innately make them faster. Faster, yep. Well, I love doing that. That's really fun for me. <laughs> and then if you hit a button, it does the same thing, but doubled double the effect so there's no 
there's no aiming anything. You just you be in the right spot. <laughs> there's no aiming anything. He, this guy's not hard at all. Like it's it's. I mean, that was the appeal of Sona in League of Legends, right? Yep. That definitely. you could. Then you loved Sona. Yep. So him, and then I also like the Widowmaker, which is com- the complete opposite since she's yeah. a sniper, <laughs> and you have to have some pretty like sharp aim. You, you have to literally aim everything. Yeah. Whether it's your grappling hook to hop onto a ledge. Or the poison trap. Everything's very precise. Yep. Huh. But I'm actually really terrible at this game. Like, I, like I'm like i so bad. I can't even begin to tell you how bad I am. I mostly just <laughs> run around and try to shoot things and scream. <laughs> oh, you know, that's not... That's also pretty much what happens in League of Legends. Yes, but it? I'm actually good at League of Legends. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of running into situations, screaming, and then running out. Yeah. At least, like, when I run into situations, I actually make it to the point where I get to run out versus <laughs> in Overwatch where I just look at the kill cam. <laughs> so I've been enjoying McCree, who's the gunslinger type. And, and, you know, Megan had noted that this is a pretty sure bet for me because I love gunslinger types. Doesn't matter the game type. It could be an RPG. It could be an action game. It could be in, like, a tabletop RPG like Dungeons & Dragons. If there is some sort of gunslinger in it, I will want to play it. Even though I'm also not that good at hitting things. Like, I, I usually prefer the characters that have a more AoE or support effect because I'm just not that precise. Something about his kit, though, super alluring. And so, for those who aren't familiar with Overwatch, it is a team based shooter. Um, you could say, like, Team Fortress 2, which is the gold standard nowadays. But instead of each class having multiple weapons and having those weapons define your role in combat, each character has a set of abilities, similar to League of Legends, you might say. And all of those abilities are available to you sort of at the same time. You don't need to switch between weapons in any sense. So each character feels like they have more available at their fingertips versus needing to swap over to something else in order to you know, have a melee attack even. I'm still playing it. I'm still getting the hang of it. Oh, there God, are me too. a lot of characters. Yeah. A lot of characters, a lot of skill sets. Yeah. You know, I played the, I played D.Va. She was the first person that I played because obviously she's Korean and I love my Koreans. <laughs> she she could have been a high school girl even. <laughs> she, she could have been a high school Korean girl. How fantastic would that be? You just wanted to throw in the high school girls tag again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I played her and I just ended up blowing myself up with her ultimate like a hundred times because it's a self-destruct. And I, like, I didn't realize you had to get away from your mech when you set it off. So. I also did not realize this. I figured, well, why would my own mech blow me up? Right. That doesn't I make sense. Like, There's no friendly fire in this game. Like... <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I'm looking at the kill cam again. And you, you know, that mech has a big blast radius. You really got to hoof it. Yep. <laughs> well, it's fine. You know, it gives me plenty of time to scarf down some pizza ice cream while I wait to respawn. <laughs> so I was actually just reading the comment you left me about pizza ice cream just a few days ago when it came up on my Facebook memories. Uh-huh. Do you want to explain what the story behind that is? Have we not explained it yet? I don't think so. Oh, well, then we better explain it, because that's like paramount to understanding who we are. To understanding your current Skype photo, 
Oh, yeah, that's true. My current Skype photo. We could put that as the swag tier logo. <laughs> so I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. But basically, back when Steven and I were playing League of Legends all the time with our group of friends, Phil and Chase and Doug, although I don't think Doug really played. I think he just kind Mm-mm. of listened in. And mm-hmm. was there spectating mode then? He definitely didn't watch us. He He literally just sat in our Skype and listened. Well, I am pretty entertaining, so I don't blame him. (laughs) So we were playing a lot, and Steven would record all of our episodes and then throw them up on YouTube. And this was back in the days where, like, YouTube didn't let you put longer than, like, what, 15 minutes Mm -hmm. in a video? So he would, like, just split up our 45-minute games into three or four videos. Yeah. (laughs) It's dedication. I felt so proud when they actually gave me permission to upload unlimited length videos yep (laughs) i remember you feeling pride at that (laughs) so you know these videos were videos like were screen captures of our games and you could hear the audio of what was going on in our skype conversations and i'm known for generally talking off topic and screaming as we mentioned before (laughs) (laughs) and you know just making it a casual game like we are not hardcore gamers at all like, you know, we, we like winning, but, you know, ultimately, mate, you're still going to run to wolves every time they spawn. Yeah. You're still going to slam R yep. every time it comes up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could think of the, the chatter, the Skype chatter is honestly one of our podcasts because that's basically what it was. I would tell my <laughs> embarrassing stories and my girl mm-hmm. woes and, you know, all the rest. So I think I... I distinctly remember one time that I had gotten first blood and then I talked about it for like another like 45 minutes of the game. I don't even know why I was so excited about getting first blood, but for whatever reason, it was thrilling to me. And these games are usually 45 minutes. (laughs) Well, it was thrilling to me. So somebody had commented on one of your YouTube videos, like this girl like got first blood and then talked about it for the rest of the game. Like, will she ever shut up? Like, this girl needs to get back to the kitchen. Like, there were lots of comments about, you know, me sounding like a man and whatever else internet trolls think of these days. And there was one comment in particular that was really, like, just took the cake. It was the best thing I think I'd ever written, uh, written, (laughs) I didn't write it, that I'd ever read in my life. And do, do you actually have... The comment, oh, yeah. like, should we it read was it? Actually, it was actually pretty easy to find in my Gmail logs. All I oh. had to search was Brick Megan Facebook. <laughs> and I immediately got it. All right. Well, I'll let Steven read it to you because I don't want to butcher it by paraphrasing. <laughs> so this comment, it was actually from Megan. Megan pointed it out to me. Um, I kind of just swept it under the rug. Uh, but Megan was like, LOL. How come you didn't tell me about this comment? And the comment reads... Seriously, I've watched so many of your vids. The only one I found of you losing had the word failed in the title. It's like the lack of suspense wasn't big enough. I bet that feminine as a brick girl said, OMG, don't post defeats. My ego can't take it, troll-o-lol. Oh, my piece of ice cream is ready. Seriously, this is so boring and predictable. I don't believe for a second you never lose. She's garbage. You and Phil are the only decent ones. Ban me if you want. I don't care. Laters. To which you then followed up. Trollolol. Lo- oh, my pizza ice cream is ready. I love this kid. Best quote ever. I don't. Was that really it? That was the feminine as a brick. Pizza ice cream is ready. Comment. I feel like it was something else. 
I mean, it was it was basically like those were the the key phrases that I remember, like him calling me feminine <laughs> as a brick, and then telling me that my pizza ice cream was ready. But I definitely thought that he like told me to get back in the kitchen or something. I I don't remember any uh any, any kitchen jokes. Hmm. Well, still good. This comes this plays into how Megan and I respond to negative feedback in different ways. So I am very much affected by this. I am very much unnerved by stuff like this. Even though he throws in that weird backhanded compliment at the end saying that I'm actually okay at playing the game. Like I, I want to like either delete this comment or I mean, just like, like push it out of my mind entirely. But Megan, you have a different way of handling stuff like this. Yeah, I actually went out to the pizza place across the street from my apartment in Boston, and I bought a slice of pizza, and then I went to the supermarket, which is also across the street from my apartment in Boston, and I bought a tub of ice cream. And I proceeded to take a picture of myself eating this slice of pizza with a big scoop of ice cream, also covered in a ton of chocolate sauce. Uh, And I took a picture of this, and it's now my Skype profile picture. And I think it was even my like cover photo on Facebook for a while. Uh-huh. It has since been your Skype photo from <laughs> that comment, which was back in May 2011. You've had that for five years. <laughs> but I post. I took the picture because I wanted to send it back to this kid and show him that I was eating pizza ice cream per his comment. <laughs> I don't think he ever responded. No. Part of it was that YouTube doesn't let you post an actual picture in the comments so i had to link to it and i think Mm. it gave like some like i don't even know if youtube lets you do links in the comments at this point in time so i had to put spaces in it or something like that (laughs) and i was like good look at this picture like cam girls want to chat with you (laughs) (laughs) i didn't say that but that's what it reminded me of so i don't think he ever responded and i was a little disappointed about that i was hoping he saw my picture maybe he did and he just didn't feel like responding but that doesn't seem like his character based on the first comment no i don't i don't know what his character was like he he clearly enjoys watching these videos but he also wants to see me lose too like i didn't (laughs) even imagine that was something someone was interested in doing nobody wants to go and watch a video where you're just sucking it up you get you get frustrated. I get frustrated watching that. I was like, I'm just like, come on, man, hit your skill shots, hit those CS. What are you doing? Yeah, I didn't realize that he had said that he watched all of your vids or whatever. That's yeah, a he lot. He says watch so many of my vids. Wow. <laughs> Let's not have anything else to do this time. <sighs> yeah, I I basically just just ignored this comment entirely. I think you had to, you had to find it yourself, and you you embrace these comments. You respond to them wholeheartedly with twice as much enthusiasm. Oh, I love it when people trash talk me. I mean, like, not really. Like, I don't like it. Like, when people trash talk me in League, then that Mm -hmm. pisses me off. But I don't, I definitely don't mind it in a YouTube forum. Different people. Yep. (laughs) I just think the people, the things that people say are just so ridiculous and so, like, out there. I I don't know. I don't know where people come up with this shit. Yeah. I, I can't. I don't know. I could never imagine someone actually writing this. Right. But someone wrote it. Right. (laughs) Also, there's definitely some truth in the fact that I'm feminine as a brick. So (laughs) I can embrace that. But come on. If anyone should be blamed for saying that their food is ready, 
It should be Phil. Yeah! Phil is notorious for taking breaks from our game because he's got something baking in the oven that he wants to tell us about for the next five minutes. Or beer brewing in the basement or salads tossing themselves up. Right. It's like, it's, it's a salad, man. You, you just leave it be. It doesn't need any care or watching over. <laughs> it's going to be ready for you to toss when you come back. Not in Phil's world. That man loves his food and his crafting of beer. Oh, we haven't seen him in forever, really. I have. I saw him last year. Oh. Yeah, I went out to California for a short little day trip, and uh, I stopped by his house. Nice. Met his wife and uh, his daughter. I've only seen them once over Skype, but I did get to see. I got to see the kiddo. Yeah, she's adorable. You think uh, Phil is going to raise her as a gamer? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I've had this idea that when I eventually have kids, I will actually start them on Atari, and then not expose them to any other video games. But then every year, I will introduce the next generation. Of consoles to them so year one might be atari we'll play tank or whatever year two would be the nes and uh, we'll play super punch out and duck hunt year three would be the super nintendo year four in n64 at some point i'll also toss in a game boy there so on and so forth so that they have this full induction into into gaming while I like the idea, I'm not really sure how realistic it is. That kid's <laughs> going to have a smartphone at year one, and based on, like, peer pressure and stuff. So I don't know how you're going to keep your kid from finding out about other consoles and things. I'm not saying I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shelter them and keep them ignorant of the greater world, which at that point is probably going to be some wacky VR reality that everybody just immerses themselves into. But... I, I'd want them to to sort of see the progression of everything because I think you really you really can feel how things have advanced and evolved by following the path of games. Yeah, that's true. We were born into a pretty good time. Yeah. Still. We're all probably gonna be dragged into the matrix by that point, so Yeah, well. But really you can see it at PAX because a huge focus this year was VR. Mm-hmm. It's freaking everywhere. Oculus was there vive was there gear vr even and not only at the you know previously you would mostly see them at indie booths that had brought an oculus dev kit over to show their game but this time you know playstation vr had had full stage area setups uh, with little cubicles where uh, open cubicles where you could wander around this space while you're wearing your vr set there'd be sensors at every corner tracking your movements and you would be invited to you know, web sling across the city or paint an, on a 3d canvas i'm, I'm kind of getting interested well what are you most interested in i don't think there's a there's a particular title i'm looking to play but i think i think the space is just teeming with opportunity so for example in the earlier days of oculus I had heard really engaging stories about uh, a roller coaster simulator. And, you know, we've had Roller Coaster Tycoon have essentially like 3D models of you actually going through a roller coaster that you've designed. But I think it's completely different when you can look around you, when you can 
tilt your head and actually peek over the side of the roller coaster and see all the way down. Like that's that's the immersion that brings you to the next level. Hmm. And that was actually what the stage presence developer had recommended you do when you tried on his VR set. Yeah, so that was something I was actually pleasantly surprised about because I never imagined, I mean, even as as like a, a programmer, I kind of wonder like, how in the world do you do something like that? Right, because he, when when you put on this this headset, you know, I, maybe like a, a naive version, like in the in the early early days, I figured it was just a way to look around, like move the left joystick around to to swivel. Mm-hmm. But you have the full three degrees of movement there. So he 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 had said, oh, uh, you know, look around, look up and down, but then you know, actually step forward and look behind the sign that's right in front of you and you actually could yeah i was super thrown by that that was like i, I didn't even know what to say about that <laughs> so you yeah you you were really really stunned and that's actually why i thought you weren't going to have as as enthusiastic of a response and as immediate of a response to stage presence as you actually did so i didn't start recording until halfway in yeah so I guess just a little background. Stage Presence is, it was at the Tiny Build booth. I think it's made mm-hmm. by Sea Green Games. Okay. There's some affiliation there. I'm not entirely sure. But the prompt of this game was that you are a member of a band and your band is performing on stage at a concert. And all of a sudden, your technical things kind of blow up and it is your job to entertain the crowd for 40 seconds while things get fixed by the technicians. And if you don't do a good enough job entertaining the crowd, you can literally get booed off the stage. <laughs> and I think that happened to someone while we were standing around watching the game. Right, right. You had to really be enthusiastic. A lot of people were just like, yeah, we're having some technical difficulties, guys. Just bear with us. You know, we'll be right back. And you could you could hear the boos, you could see the down arrows coming down. <laughs> <laughs> the dis the Facebook dislikes. <laughs> so I uh, actually, you know, I it, the timer started, and I think I was a little bit shy in the beginning, like for maybe like point two seconds. Yeah, for like a fraction of a second. <laughs> yeah, and then I got really into it, and I was like screaming, and I was cursing, and I was jumping over here and jumping over there. And really had a good time with that game. Yeah, you were like top of your lungs, just like blaring out. And as soon as you did, the developer just broke into this like gleeful smile as he saw you really enjoying this immersive experience that he set up. Yeah, it was, I mean, it really was fantastic. Uh, and I probably should have asked. I mean, it it briefly crossed my mind that I should have asked if it was okay for me to curse because PAX is <laughs> supposed to be a family-friendly venue and you know i'm talking into a microphone that legitimately was amplifying my voice through the speakers to all the onlookers yeah so i just uh i just went for it and i gathered a little bit of a crowd i think based on the video you definitely gathered a crowd like several people stopped in that 30 seconds to to just watch you in action you were hopping between legs you know, you, you didn't even care about your bum, what was it, bum ankle? <laughs> my bum ankle. No, I had tendonitis in my foot. <laughs> like you, you were really 
getting into it. Yeah, Full really... movement. Well, so I think part of what helped was the fact that the virtual reality headset was totally immersive, so I couldn't see the people in real life. So it helped me feel like nobody was there, even though I totally mm-hmm. knew I was drawing attention <laughs> with my loud voice, my feminine as a brick voice. People were cracking up. It was great. <laughs> the dev ate it up. Yeah, well, I mean, I ate it up too, so it was great. <laughs> Yeah, and I definitely did not get booed off the stage. I had a lot of fun. Oh, no. No, no, no. They needed some, like, high score meter for you to be at the top of for that one. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably actually the only game I probably could have gotten to the top of a high score list. (laughs) Not like Marooners. Yeah, definitely not Marooners. (laughs) The only thing I didn't like about that stage presence was how smelly that VR headset was. (laughs) I don't know how many people that was on over the weekend, but oh god. And I don't think they Cloroxed it or anything between uses. This was my fear, really a a persistent fear throughout PAX, that all these controllers that people are touching, all the the sweaty bodies that are crammed into small spaces, is a a breeding ground for what people call the PAX pox Mm. or the PAX plague. And that's why I basically Purell every two minutes. Yep. Especially any time I touch a controller or shake someone's hand, God forbid, or even pick up a pen to sign something or even take back a pen from someone who has signed something of mine, I will Purell. I Pureled my forehead after stage presence. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you remember that. I definitely remember that. I held out my hand to you and I was like, yo, hit me. <laughs> And then I just kind of slapped it on my forehead. I just think it was moisturizer or something. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a big deal. There was a publicized case of someone who claimed they got pink eye. Oh God! Don't tell me this. A, a VR headset at PAX. Don't tell me this. The thing. Hopefully, I'm safe at this point. But no, you're fine. But I do expect that there will be more stringent sanitation procedures for upcoming events they'll have a little bottle of uh, clorox wipes yeah handy they could ask PetSmart for that i don't think they can they don't have any <laughs> we true. made that clearly in the last episode <laughs> well they they have it for their employees i think <laughs> now we can't tweet at PetSmart because we're trashing them again <laughs> the last thing they need is for someone to like get lice from one of those things oh oh i didn't think about that uh you could wear the shower cap from the hotel, and that's yours to keep, so you don't have to worry about defacement or charges. <laughs> you need, like, a, a full full face mask, like a sanitary pad for your face. Oh, my God. Know. I could give you a pad pad for your face. <laughs> no, no. I'm thinking, like, you know, when you're at a public restroom and you, you're at the toilet and you pull out one of those yeah, 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 yeah. paper covers. Yeah. You know, hey. It's it's basically a seat for your face, right? Yeah. Have one of those. I never use those things. It takes too long. I just squat. <laughs> I use the squat and pull method because you got to pull your underwear out so it doesn't like touch the toilet. So do you? So you do stand on the seat? No, I don't stand on the seat. Oh. Like I squat over it and I put my hand on the wall behind me to su- help support my weight. Oh. Because Lord knows I can't. I don't have thighs of steel. I mean, the thunder in my thighs is all like burritos, not muscle. <laughs> burritos, pizza, and ice cream. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
and then I use my other hand to pull out my underwear from not touching the toilet seat. And then when I'm done, I stand back up and use my now free hand to clean up. So you're doing sort of like chair sit exercise where you're yes. holding yourself locked in that position. Yes. Wow. And that's my my bathroom habits, everybody. Ta-da! Oh my god. Please, <laughs> let's. I hope to God we don't need to start making a tag for that one. <laughs> Megan's bathroom we already, habits. We already have a Megan stories tag. We don't need a Megan's bathroom habits tag. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another episode of Swag Tier, folks. Well, the one thing I did want to get in before we quit for the mm-hmm. day uh, is that Joey and I, and this is actually a perfect segue from, yeah, from bathroom. The bathroom habits. Yeah, from bathroom habits. This is a perfect oh, segue. Oh, boy. So Joey and I went to Taco Bell for dinner last oh, night. Oh, boy. <laughs> to get the Overwatch. Yep. <laughs> Oh my god, really? Yes. Go on with the Overwatch promotion, which added to my hype. We we went to Taco Bell because Taco Bell's giving away uh, early copies of Overwatch plus an Overwatch headset. But unfortunately for you, Steven, you have to text in some code to some number. And of course, it's premium texting, so you got to pay a fee. Oh god, I don't even have a texting plan, so that's literally going to cost me money to enter. Yep, so I think you're probably out. But we went there to, to be honest, I didn't know about the promotion. I mean, I'm kind of making it sound like I did, but I definitely didn't know about it. <laughs> and we were waiting in line at the drive-thru, and I saw the Overwatch logo, and I was like, holy shit, like, whatever we're getting, we have to order something so that we could get into this contest. <laughs> and I ordered something, and I asked the lady, like, hey, lady, does whatever I just ordered get me into the Overwatch contest? And she was like, oh, yeah, I think it does. So I was like satisfied with this. And we get to the drive through window and she just hands me my bag. I was kind of half hoping she'd hand me an Overwatch game and the headset <laughs> there. <laughs> so I when I didn't see that in my bag. I asked her, I was like, oh, like, how do I know if I've won? And she looks at me, she's like, I don't know. And I was like, okay, like, should the follow up to I don't know be, but let me find out. And she just like closed the window. Wow. And I was like, yeah, I was, yep. I was like, bitch, I need to know if I won. <laughs> so I got home and I looked at the cup and it turned out that, you know, you got to text in. But oh, shucks. That's that's weird service from Taco Bell. There goes I our know. Taco Bell sponsorship. I know. I'm going to tweet at them because I was not happy with this lady's um, customer service. I could go for some Taco Bell. Ugh, I've been feeling terrible all day, so I don't <laughs> recommend it. So that's another episode of Swag Cheer, folks. <laughs> Yo yo. Woof. No. <laughs> God damn it, Frisbee. Shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs>